Sallu ala Muhammadin wa ala Muhammad Inshallah before we begin with the majlis of tonight Kindly request brothers and sisters Let's recite Surah Al-Fatiha For all the departed souls Al-Fatiha صلى الله وسلم عليك يا رسول الله وعلى أهل بيتك المعصومين المنتجبين يا ليتنا السلام عليك يا بنت رسول الله السلام عليك يا فاطمة الزغراء السلام عليك يا ممتحنا امتحنك الله فوجدك لممتحنك صابرا السلام عليك وعلى أغل بيتك ورحمة الله وبركاته With the loudest of our voices صلوا على محمد وآل محمد صلي على محمد وعلى محمد أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان اللعين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين حبيب إله العالمين أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى أهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين المعصومين الجر الميامين قالت فاطمة سلام الله عليها أيها الناس اعلموا عني فاطمة وعبي محمد أقول عودا وبدأ ولا أقول ما أقول غلطا ولا أفعل ما أفعل شططا First of all, we thank Almighty Allah Taala for gracing us with this wonderful moment to commemorate the painful departure of the daughter of our beloved Prophet from this world. I take this opportunity, my dear brothers and sisters, to express my heartfelt condolences 
to our beloved imam of the time and to our great scholars and to each and every one of you young and old lovers and the followers of Ahlul Bayt on this very painful occasion it is indeed a painful occasion when we examine the circumstances leading to the death of Fatima Zahra. Without an iota of doubt, my dear brothers and sisters, there is no authentic Islam without Fatima. Everything begins with Fatima and it will end with Fatima. Say the Fatima alayhi salam laid the foundation for this beautiful school of thought of ours. The line I've just quoted is a line from that powerful sermon rendered by the Lady of Light in the mosque of our beloved Prophet. It's a sermon, Khutbah, Khutbah, which is known as Khutbah Fadakiyah. The Khutbah of Fadak. Departing from this line, where she said, O oh people, know that I am Fatima and my father is Muhammad. Salawat. Know that I am Fatima and my father is Muhammad. Departing from this line, our topic of tonight is to look at intellectual legacy from the khutbah of the Lady of Light. This is a very powerful sermon that I will definitely encourage myself and all of us, especially the youth, to find time and go through this sermon. It breaks the heart of the true lover of Fatima Zahra. And my examination of tonight, briefly, will be of the following stages. Kindly, my dear brothers and sisters, my fathers and mothers, I seek your indulgence. I seek your attention. First stage of the examination is to look at falsafatul din, falsafay din, philosophy of religion. Because the lady of light discusses the philosophy of religion in her sermon. Second stage of my examination is to give you general overview of the sermon of Fadak. What does the sermon entails and what practical lessons I and you can learn from this powerful sermon of Fadak. You know, as a true lover, of Sayyidah Fatima, you cannot settle until and unless you are able to go through this sermon. And then the last stage of my examination is then to look at Makasiduddin, the purposes as to why we do certain practices in our religion from the sermon of the Lady of Light. Because sometimes you find a youth will come to you, your son, your daughter, why are we fasting? 
in the holy month of Ramadan, for example, why are we praying everyday salah? Why are we reciting Quran? Why is Iman important? So the lady of light, she shed light in this sermon. And what is interesting is that, my dear brothers and sisters, this sermon was reported to us by a beloved daughter, Sayyidah Zainab, there is a book called Balagatun Nisa. In this book, you realize that Sayyidah Zainab salam, narrated Khutbatul Fadakiyah. Khutbay Fadakiyah. Now, first stage of the examination. I'll not take much of your time, but what I would like to achieve by the end of this sermon is that each and every one of us try as much as you can before you go out of this place at the end of this lecture take at least a lesson from what i'm going to discuss just a lesson just a lesson take something go reflect think about it young or old take something out of it once we are able to take something out of this then be rest assured the imam of our time will be happy with you and your majlis will be effective majlis if I attend the majlis and I fail to take something out of that majlis, that was the point of attending the majlis. We attend the majlis to get reminded. We attend the majlis to be able to improve our lives. We attend the majlis for that majlis to become a means of connecting with Allah through Ahlul Bayt alayhim salam. So therefore, it's imperative, it's important. Each and every majlis I attend, my aim is to take at least you're cheesy one thing something one from this majlis of Fayda Fatima. question what is deen religion come somebody comes ask you my deen is islam for example so question what is deen and what is sharia deen shi sharia shi'a. So fark that my own deen of sharia. There is difference between deen and sharia. The lady of light in this sermon discusses deen. She discusses sharia. So it's crucial for I and you to appreciate the essence of deen and the essence of sharia. So that when you go to practice your deen, when you are faced with someone who is doubting your deen, asking you questions about your deen, you should be able to answer. In a very simple term, deen responses to three or to four questions in our lives. Deen. There are four questions, religion, Response in our life. The first one is Mabda, beginning. Second is Muntaha, ending. Deen responds to the question of where were you? And it responds to the question of where are you going? And then Deen responds to the question of Rabita, between Mabda and Ma'ad. It responds to a question of the beginning and the end. Okay, now I know. Where was I? I was with Allah. Where am I going? I'm going to Allah. Now, between my beginning and the end, what is that? 
didn't respond to that. Ibada. And then the last thing didn't respond to is what? Hadafi wujud. The purpose of existence. Why are you in this world? What are you doing here? That's why Imam Amir al muminin mentioned, Rahimallah wa abdan, arifa min aina, wa fi aina, wa ila ain. May Allah's blessings be on any servant who knows where he was, and where he is, and where he's going to. So, deen responds to four questions in your life. What is sharia? Sharia is composed of four things. Number one, Akidah. 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 Sharia discusses Akidah. Akidah is not a Sharia. Sharia responds to your Akidah. The second thing Sharia responds to is Kanun. Law. Islamic practical laws. The third thing Sharia is composed of is what? Hukuk. For example, Masalan, Hukuk Baradaron, Hukuk Koharon, Hukuk, Sharia, respond to. And then the last but certainly not the least, what Sharia is composed of is what? Akhlaq. You can be the best person. If you don't have a good akhlaq, you are out of the way. Akhlaq beautifies your deen. Akhlaq beautifies your religion. And the lady of light discusses all this in Khutbatul Fadakida. Now, what is falsafatul deen? Falsafay deen chie. Something you need to be able to differentiate from. We've got falsafatul deen and we've got ilmul falsafa. Ilm falsafay. Is different from falsafa to deen. When we say ilmul falsafa, the knowledge of philosophy, it looks at existence and the types of existence. But when we say falsafa to deen, falsafa to akhlaq, it simply means examine something outside its field. And Lady Fatima discusses the philosophy of religion why Islam why are you Muslim why are you Shia sometimes our youth have these questions I tell you my brothers and sisters spend time and read this khutbah some of your questions will be answered the next line we've got something called Makasiduddin. And we have something called Makasidu Sharia. Alhamdulillah, you speak Farisi, Makasid. So we have Makasiduddin, we have Makasidu Shariat. What is Makasiduddin? It's the link between the beginning and the end. So, how do you connect your beginning and your end? Because Quran says, Inna lillah. Your beginning is Allah. 
your ending is Allah. In other words, how do you connect your dunya and akhirah? That is maqasiduddin. You are a Muslim. Why? Because you are expected to be able to connect your dunya with your akhirah. And then you have what is called maqasidu sharia. At least you've understood what is deen and what is sharia. Makasidu sharia. Somebody ask you, what is the philosophy of this sharia? Because all prophets of Allah came with one deen, but they came with different sharia. Your sharia is sharia Muhammadi. Salawat. I hope you are following me, my dear brothers and sisters. I want you to understand certain key points from this sermon. And I will quote the sermon. Makasidu Sharia takes care of three things. So if you follow the Sharia of Prophet Muhammad, there are three things that your Sharia should help you to establish in your life. Number one, relationship with Allah. We need to establish relationship with Allah. Otherwise, there is no point in being somebody following the Sharia. Number two, relationship with Tabi'at. Nature, environment. So, global warming, taking care of an environment. The Holy Prophet spoke about this thing many years ago. It's part of Makasidu Sharia. You cannot be a Muslim who cannot take care of an environment. And the third component of Makassari Sharia is what? Relationship with people. You need to be able to establish a relationship with people. Now, I would like to invite you all. Let's look at some part of the sermon. That's why I have this iPad. I'm going to explain certain things from the sermon and I will quote. And I am doing this to encourage you. That when you go home tonight, when you have time, read this khutbah. If you've never read this khutbah. You know, the first thing the lady of light, Fatima alayhi salam did, she introduced herself. Khodesh Muarrefikard. She introduced herself. What did she say? Kindly pay attention to this. I beg you, my dear brothers and sisters. She said, Ayyuha nasu, I'ilamu anni Fatima, wa abi Muhammad, akulu awdan wa bada'a, wa la akulu ma akulu ghalata, wa la af'alu ma af'alu shatata. Let's look at what she said. She said, oh people, know that I am Fatima, and my father is Muhammad. But look at what she said. I say again to you, and what I'm saying is not false. And what I'm doing is not in transgression. There certainly come to you a messenger from amongst yourselves. Grievous to him is your distress. He is full of concern for you and compassionate and merciful to the believers. So on the first level, what did she do? She introduced herself to the people. 
Now, on the second level, she explained to them the history of prophethood. Torich noble what? You know what she said? Look at what Fatima said to people. Now discussing the prophethood. She said, he found the people divided in their beliefs. Meaning what? Our beloved prophet, when he came, people were divided. There was disunity. People were not together. He found them divided. What did he do? Secluded around their sacred fires, worshipping their idols and denying Allah, despite having intrinsic knowledge about him. So through my father Muhammad, Allah illuminated their darkness, removed their ambivalence from their heart, and illuminated their obscurity of their lives. Meaning, the holy prophet from this united the heart of people. Fatima salam after explaining the history of prophethood, you know what she did? She didn't talk of the oppression shown to her. She spoke of her Muslimiyet. We are here tonight to commemorate the Muslimiyah of Fatima. And the Lady of Light shed light on her Muslimiyah. You know what she said? وَأَنْتُمْ فِي رَفَاهِيَةٍ مِّنَ الْعَيْشِ وَادِعُونَ فَاكِهُونَ آمِنُونَ تَتَرَبَّسُونَ بِنَ الدَّوَائِرِ You know what she said? Let me quote. Meanwhile, you were living lives of ease and comfort. And remember, she gave this sermon where? In the mosque of our beloved prophet. And when she finished giving this sermon, while on her way back home, somebody appeared from behind and he slapped on her face. And the face turned red. Hence, Imam al-Hassan would always say, even after the shahada of my mother, whenever I see this person, I remembered that moment when he slapped on her right eye and the eye turned red. So Fatima alayhi salam explained her Muslimiyah. My dear brothers and sisters, lovers and followers of Fatima, try to read this khutbah. It encourages you to stand against every form of oppression. It encourages you to stand against every form of abuse. It encourages you to stand for nothing but absolute social justice. That's what Fatima alayhi salam taught us. You know what she said? Allahu Akbar. You were in comfort and relaxed, unperturbed, and secure, awaiting the reversal of our fortunes. 
they were waiting to see Fatima in trouble. Fatima in challenges. Then Fatima said, you were keenly waiting for news of our failures, retreating during conflict and fleeing from battles. Yet you claim that I have no entitlement and inherit nothing from my father. You claim I've got no entitlement. Then you know at the end what she said. Are you following me my brothers and sisters? Are you listening? She said to them. Has Allah revealed a special verse of the Quran for you. From which he excluded my father. She stood for justice. Are you standing for justice? Or not? Follow Fatima. When someone comes forward and tells me. Islam violates women's rights. I say, look at Fatima. Look at the daughter of Fatima Zaina. Let's learn from them. Fatima salam, is our role model. Is my role model? Is your role model? Learn from her. And last but not least, this. I am sure all of you know this. But maybe, maybe, you do not know that Fatima discussed that in a khutbah. You all know Usul Deen. Chanta Usul Deen, Dori. Panchta. Doros. Panchta Usul Deen. Tawheed. Adalat. Nabuwat. Chie. Ma'a chi? Okay, Gospel. Yekish Tawhide. Do vomish? Adalot. Adil Elohi. Doros? Se vomish chi? Chi? Novoat. Ofarin. Chahormish chi? Chi? Navo. Doros te ma'adas. Velakob. Chahormish chi? Emamot. Ofarin. These are five Usuluddin we have. Isn't it? Fatima salam in her sermon highlight on all these five. She mentioned all the five and she explains. The first one is Tawheed. You know what she said? Wa ashadu Allah ilaha illallah. Kalimatan ja'alat ikhlasa ta'wilaha. Allahu akbar. Wa dhammanal kuluba mawsulaha. You know what she said? She said, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah. Alone. Having no partners, a statement, the inner meaning of which has been defined as sincerity. Ikhlas. So she mentioned Tawheed. Now you can expand when you go back home. Number two is Adalat. Adalu Elohi. Dorost. Adalat. 
What is adalat? Adalat simply means kamal. Adalat, yani kamal. If he is one, then he must be perfect. And kamal as form as her. Mazahari avale kamal chi. Was the first manifestation of Kamal? Gino. Independence. She mentioned it. Allah is independent. Second manifestation of Kamal is what? Rahma. Rahmat ilahi. And she mentioned of Rahma. Third is Adil Adalat. And Fatima salam mentioned Adalat here. You know what she said? Then he placed reward in obedience and punishment in disobedience to him. That's adalat. And the last manifestation of Kamal is what? Wisdom, hikmah. So that's number two. The third one is what? Noble what? Noble what? Fatima mentioned noble what? Where? In Khutbah Fadaki. You know what she said? I bear witness that my father, Muhammad, is his servant. And prophet. He chose him even before sending him with the message. He named him before picking him for prophethood. And selected him before appointing him as a messenger. At a time when the creation was hidden in the unknown. So there is no in the khutbah of Sayyidah. Salamullah. And then, of course, Sayyidah alayhi salam from Nabuwa is what? Imamat. She discusses Imama in a powerful khutbah. And here I would like all of us, Shias of Amir al Mu'minin, Shias of Fatima al Zahra, to look at what she said about Imama. Beautiful and powerful message to all the lovers and the followers of Al al Bayt. When she highlighted on Imama in her sermon, she said, "Tuatana nidama lil milla, wa imamatana amana min al furqa." This should be a big lesson for all of us, lovers and followers of Al al Bayt. You know what she said, and I quote here: "She said, obedience to us, meaning being obedient to Ahl al Bayt." Is what? It's a means of maintaining order in the community. So if you are true lovers of Ahlul Bayt and you are obedient to Ahlul Bayt, you cannot under any circumstance afford to have anarchy in the community. But on the second level, you know what she said? And our leadership, our imamates, is a security from disunity. You cannot say you love Sayyida and I love Sayyida and we are disunited. The fact that you love us simply means we should be united. That's the khutbah we are discussing. It's an intellectual legacy left behind by the lady of light. And I cannot be true lover and follow of Fatima alayhi salam without going through this sermon. I'm just giving you glossaries of this sermon. Really. 
And the last, but certainly not the least. It's my aunt. Qiyama. And she mentioned Qiyama and Ma'ad in a sermon. Fani'ma al-hukmu lillah. Wazza'imu Muhammad. Wal-wa'ad yawm al-qiyama. She mentioned it. So all the usuluddin are there. Look at the translation of it. So yes, the judgment belongs to Allah. And the leader is Muhammad. And the appointed time is the resurrection. So in short, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the legacy of our beloved mother, a role model. In conclusion, many times our youth, you have these questions. Why Iman? Why Salah? Why fasting? Why Hajj? Sharia, as I explained earlier on. She outlined all this in the sermon. First, she spoke of Iman. Iman is there to cleanse you from what? From shirk, from polytheism. And she mentioned of patience, sabr, ma'unatan. Allah is ajr. Patience is there. You are encouraged to be patient. Why? So that you accumulate a reward from Allah. But salat, man, sometimes. Find somebody come salat is very difficult, Sheikh. Sayyidah Fatima tells us, why salat? He said, salat is made obligatory. To take away arrogance and unnecessary pride from us. And fasting, she said, is to bring about ikhlas and sincerity. And so therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, let us make the imam of our time proud by going through this sermon reflect and seek to implement. And at this point, I would like to invite one and all, briefly, take your hearts to the holy city of Medina. Remember a few lines of the gum, of the masaab, of the hardship that Sayyida alayhi salam had to go through. You know the narrations. The authorities sent their henchmen to the house of Fatima. When the henchmen got to the house, they called for the people of the house to come out. The response came from Fatima. This is the house of the daughter of Rasulullah. What was the reaction of the henchmen? They pushed the door on Fatima. When they pushed the door on Fatima, the door broke the ribs of Fatima. When they pushed the door on Fatima, 
Fatima lost her unborn child, Moxin. That is why one poet mentioned two ribs were broken painfully on earth. One rib was broken when the person was alive and the other rib was broken when the person was no more in this world. The rib which was broken when the person was alive was the rib of Fatima al-Zahra. And the rib which was broken when the person was no more in this world. Talking of the rib of Abba Abdullah. Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam. Sitting next to his beloved wife Fatima al-Zahra. Tears would overflow from the eyes of Amir al-Mu'mineen. Likewise, tears will overflow from the eyes of Fatima. Sayyidah Fatima would say to Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ya Ali, when I depart from this world, wash me at night. When I depart from this world, kafan me at night. She said, Ya Ali, when I depart from this world, bury me at night. Ya Ali, when I depart from this world, do not let those people witness my burial. Ya Ali, bury me at night. Ya Ali, take care of the orphans. Ali, do not break the heart of Zainab. Now, Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam wasn't in the house when the lady of light departed from this world. And we all know the narration. She said to bint al-Fadda, some said it was Asma bint Umaysa. I'm going to my room. Come later check on me. If I respond, then I'm alive. Otherwise, I'm no more. Give Hassan and Hussein their food when they come back home. She came to check on the lady of light and there was painful quietness. Hence the lady called out Inna Lillah Inna Ilayhi Rajoon Hassanayn entered the house they overheard Inna Lillah Inna Ilayhi Rajoon The lady said to them come take your food. They looked at her she said they said when have we known us to eat without our mother father? They went inside the room. Imam al Hassan sat next to his beloved mom. He called out, Kalimini. Oh, my mom, speak to me before my soul depart from my body. Abba Abdullah came to the body of Fatima. He said, Oh, my mom, speak to me before my heart explodes and lose my life. Amir al-Mu'mineen, of course, later on came back home. He began to perform the ghusl of Fatima. Asma bin to Umay's narrator. Suddenly, Imam Ali left and sat on one corner. And he began to cry profusely. Asma said, I walked to Ali. Ya Ali, why are you crying? He said, oh Asma, as I was busy making the ghusl of Fatima Tanzagara. My right hand crossed the broken ribs of Fatima Tanzagara. Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam made sure he followed the wasiyah of Fatima. He buried her at night, but we are told in the narration. Abu Abdullah, while sitting next to the body of Fatima, he hugged the chest of Fatima Tanzagara. Amir al-Mu'mineen said to Abu Dhar, Ya Abu Dhar, go and remove Hussain from the body of Fatima Tanzagara. 
Abu Dhar removed Hussein from the chest of Fatima. Amir al-Mu'mineen looked at Abu Dhar. Abu Dhar looked at Amir al-Mu'mineen. He said, oh my master, my maula, why did you ask me to remove Hussein from the chest of Fatima al-Zahra? Amir al-Mu'mineen said, oh Abu Dhar, angels could not bear to see Hussein on the chest of Fatima. Here, Arbabu Makatil ask a question. If angels could not be here to see Hussein on the chest of Fatima, how did the angels bear to see Shimmer on the chest of Abba Abdullah? Shimmer did not only sit on the chest of Abba Abdullah, he poked the lips of Hussein. He did not only poke the lips of Hussein, he pulled the beard of Hussein. He did not only pull the beard of Hussein, he struck severally on the neck of Abba Abdullah. Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajoon. Wa sayalamu alladheena zalamu ala muhammadin ayyamun kalabin yankalibun. Wal aqibatu lil muttaqeen. ولعنة الله على أعداء أهل البيت أجمعين إلى قيام يوم الدين